Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. What is up? I hope that wherever you are in the world that you're warm and you're safe and have had just a really great holiday season. Today, we are chatting about a super fun topic to set ourselves up for the new year, and that is to pick a word to unify our goals for 2022. And I am super pumped about this, like new level hyped about this, because if you listen to this podcast, you know that I am a word girl. (laughs) I teach English classes at the college level, and I'm always having conversations with my writing students in particular about the words that they choose to use to present their ideas. So for example, like saying you're sad versus saying you're devastated or saying that you're happy versus elated and bubbly and effervescent, right? Like any way that you slice it, words have this absolute incredible power when we wield them. And honestly, we can wield words to either uplift us or to crush us and depending on how we use them, right? Which I think is really, really cool. And hopefully (laughs) if you clicked on this episode, you think that it's cool too. So that said, let's get into this. And to tee this up, what I want to do is to first talk about like New Year's resolutions or goal setting for the new year. Then we're going to talk about choosing a word in place of a New Year's goal or resolution. And then I'm going to share how I actually combine the two of those in a way that makes me feel really, really empowered. So let's dive straight into it. All right, because we are all go-getters around here, I have absolutely no doubt that you set some sort of affirmation or intention or goal or resolution for the new year. And of course, we just like, you know, everybody else in the world do this in the twilight of every December because we're feeling, you know, really optimistic about change and the call of the new year. We have this desire to improve ourselves moving forward with like, you know, in the brand new clean slate of of a new year. And while I think that improving ourselves and our lives is definitely a reason that we do set goals for the new year, I also think that as ambitious women, we do this. We set goals, we set intentions, affirmations, resolutions, like whatever it is, we do that because we want our lives to have that sense of purpose and a sense of direction. And we we want to be working towards something, whether that's better health, wealth, fulfillment, happiness, like whatever it is, we want to be working towards something. But according to some of the research that I did, the problem with just setting goals or intentions or whatever it is for the new year is that 80%, 80% of people don't follow through with the goals, the intentions, the resolutions that they set for the new year. And when I heard that statistic or that percentage, whatever it is, again, I'm your word girl, <laughs> not a numbers girl, but it just blew my mind. And so of course I had to like dig into this. I was like, wow, why is it 80%? Why is it that high? And I found after doing a little bit of research that 
There are two reasons for this. One, people aren't specific enough when it comes to stating their goals or their resolutions. And two, people aren't connecting to the deeper why the goal or the resolution actually matters to them. Like what's at stake? And in both instances, I think if you don't have um, the specificity and the why, it's really easy to abandon whatever the goal is. So that's um, goals and like New Year's resolutions, right? So now I want to switch gears to talking about selecting a word for the year. So this is something else that people do. It's kind of an alternative or it's pitched as an alternative to um, setting goals and like resolutions. So I found this article and the guy who wrote it, his name is Dawson McAllister. And instead of um, setting goals for the new year, he says that you can just pick a word, like I said, (laughs) and then you operate under that word's intention. So in the article, he says, essentially, you pick one word that encompasses how you want to approach the new year. For example, maybe your word for the year is discipline. This is what your focus for the year is. You are saying that you want to approach your work, your relationships, your spiritual life, etc. with discipline. You are committing to giving a full effort to areas of your life this year and not just giving a laid back half effort to the important things in your life. You want to be disciplined and stay on task. And so basically what I think that he's saying is that Whatever word that you choose, it serves as a reminder of how you want to act and think and be in the new year. And you're not necessarily having to defer to a list of goals or resolutions or affirmations or anything like that, um, you know, the, the stuff that you want to accomplish. Instead, there's more of this like flowiness and you act and you do and you think in accordance to that word. And you just kind of like go with the flow, Right. And I think for a lot of people, it helps with that like 80%, right? And so this was definitely not stated in the article, um, which I'll actually link for you in the show notes, but like, it's my gut feeling. It's my hunch that by just choosing a word like that, you don't have to worry about success or failure. So it's like, if you made a list of resolutions or a list of goals or affirmations for the new year, and you look at them the following year and you're like, Ooh, like I didn't do any of those things. I failed. Or, you know, you get to, Um, you make those resolutions in January and then you get to March and you're like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it anymore. Right. And then you like abandon, abandon ship. (laughs) Right. So I feel like the, the thought process behind picking a word takes off like the success fail pressure to it. And you just like go with the flow, you know, maybe for January and, February, you're thinking like, oh, this is, you know, I'm, I'm pursuing this particular line of action or thought. And then you get to March and you're like, you know, no longer feeling like that thing. Or like, I feel like I'm done with doing that thing. Then I'm going to switch over to this other thing or whatever it is. Right. And I know that's painfully, um, vague and kind of, um, nerdy of me, but like, let's say that, you know, your word was for the year discipline, like, um, Dawson McAllister mentions in that article and you're like, okay, I want to be disciplined with yoga. And you do that for like two months. And then instead of saying, you're going to put a, make a resolution for, um, doing yoga all entire, like the entire year, you just say, okay, I want to be disciplined with yoga for like, you know, until it doesn't feel good anymore Then I want to switch. Like, so the point is (laughs) that picking a word allows for that like sense of flowiness. So it helps with not feeling like, um, a failure if you don't stick with yoga for the entire year. Hopefully you are picking up what I'm putting down here. <laughs> so all of that said, 
what I like to do, and maybe this is going to work for you too, is to combine the best of both worlds. So I do write out a bunch of goals that I do want to achieve for the new year. And I pick a word that will empower me to achieve those goals. So basically, I pick a word that creates a sense of like energy that I can operate within as I pursue my goals for the new year. So for example, last year, some of my goals were to show up for at least 52 episodes of the podcast, to establish better boundaries, and really focus on building and fostering and nurturing my relationships. And to accomplish these goals, I knew that I needed to be intentional, which essentially means, you know, dictionary definition wise, intentional means to act on purpose. And I knew that I needed to be intentional with all those goals because they require time and they require being present and consistent. And so what I'm saying is that it just, it wasn't enough for me to just like write down the goals or to just pick a word. I needed both. I needed both together. Plus, if you ask me, you know, I think it's fun and exciting to work toward goals when we're operating within a specific word energy that we chose specifically to match these sets of goals. So at this point, (laughs) I am sure that you're wondering, well, how? Like, how do I pick a word? How do I combine the two of these things together? So here's a couple of tactical, tangible questions that helped me to organically pick a word that matched some of the goals I wanted to achieve. And actually, now that I think about it, (laughs) they're not exactly questions. They're more kind of like statements, but regardless, they're tactical. I promise. So number one is to think about our goals and how we want to feel in 2022. So for example, in 2022, I want to feel really freaking excited and really proud, like so proud of myself that I've got tears of joy streaming down my face because I finally have finished and published a book and I've started drafting my second book. I've started to learn about the publishing industry. I put together all the details for the writing coaching business. I've launched a shop on my website with empowering digital products. I've balanced my hormones. I've showed up for tiny workouts that I need to do every single day that are in accordance of my cycle so that I can confidently hike Angel's Landing in Zion National Park and hike the entire Highline Trail in Glacier National Park. Obviously, I haven't done any of these things yet, but these are the things that I want to do. And in everything I do, I want to be immeasurably excited and proud of myself as I go. And not just because I've got these lofty goals that I intend to accomplish, but also because these goals aren't just about me. They're about empowering other people too, empowering women. And that's the kind of work that makes me feel good and makes me excited and makes me proud. So all of that said, First, we got to figure out what our goals are and how we want to feel in pursuit of them and how we want to feel at the finish line. And then once we know what the goals are and how we want to feel, then we can start to move on to number two. (laughs) We can look at the list of our goals and, you know, just really be thinking and challenging, not challenging, channeling, channeling the emotions and all of like the feels that we're going to feel in the process and when we cross the finish line. And we're going to start to look for patterns or some sort of way to unify all of those different goals we have under a singular 
kind of energy, like with a singular word, right? So for example, when I look at my list of goals for 2022, what I like just said a little bit ago, they're technically like all over the place, <laughs> you know, they fit into several different categories. So just like there are, there are, um, writing goals and then there are fitness goals and then there are some business goals in there too. And when I think about the energy that I need to accomplish all of those things in the word that comes to mind is focus. So it doesn't matter if it's a fitness goals, writing goals, business goals, they all come together and can be unified under this idea of focus. So to be able to accomplish all the stuff I want to accomplish in 2022, I need to think and act in that energy of focus, which according to the dictionary, focus is defined as to concentrate attention or effort on something or someone. And to me, like I want to extend that definition of focus. And to me, what it means is It's all about dialing it in and being hyper aware of where I'm spending my attention and where I'm putting my effort. And full disclosure, (laughs) to accomplish my goal of finishing a book and being a published author, like at long last, I... The, the, the focus energy is what I need to make that happen. My attention, in other words, cannot be split in 9 million different directions. Like I need to dial it in on my health, on my writing, like all these different things that I want to do. I need to dial it in. I need to learn how to say no. (laughs) I need to learn how to say no to things that I really do want to do, right? And I need to really get even more intentional and focused with my time to make all of these different writing and business and fitness goals possible. So it's focusing in order to follow through essentially and to really make some giant leaps and gains in a bunch of different areas with my life. And to feel proud of myself on just like a whole new level. And of course, right, to have fun in the process because as an Enneagram one, I can sometimes suck the fun out of things. So yeah, anyway, (laughs) gotta have fun in the process. It's super important. So that's the second thing to do is just to look for patterns in our goals and to come up with like a single word or, you know, I think a series of words is okay, like two, three words, but some sort of like word that we can then use to unify our goals under and then exist in that energy. And it's a way to keep us on track. So if I start to say yes to a bunch of different opportunities and I'm like, oh, my plate is growing bigger and bigger and there's no room for things, like I know then I'm out of focus and I can go back to my word of focus, remember what it means to me, look at my goals and say, okay, going to make decisions to live more in that focus energy so that I can accomplish what I want to accomplish in 2022. And then last but not least, we've got number three, which is commit. So it is now time after number one and two to pick a word so that we can chase our goals and live in that energy that's going to help us get where we want to go, right? And remember, words have this incredible freaking power. So make sure that you choose a word that feels right and it feels aligned and is going to empower you to just new heights and new levels and just all this awesomeness and makes you want to dance in the grocery store aisle kind of happy as you sashay your way over to grab the almond milk, right? 
And so to officially wrap up this crazy squirrely (laughs) last episode of 2021, I want to first and foremost thank you just from the bottom of my heart for being here with me on this journey. And even though we can't see each other face to face because it's obviously an audio platform, it's still amazing and incredible and just so unbelievably fulfilling to be in community with a like, what? Let choking over my words. I told you I was excited to be in community with a like-minded woman like you who wants to just keep growing into the ever-changing best version of herself, who wants to push back against societal crap and those bullshit stories that just don't serve her, and to live a life that's exciting and to live it up to its absolute absolute fullest potential. I told you I'm super pumped today and I'm just like all over the place, but point is, I am so freaking glad that we're in this together. And so if you are feeling bold and you want extra accountability and you want to give this word goal thing um, a a try, (laughs) head on over to my Instagram at dr.meggymarie. That's D-R-dot-M-E-G-G-Y-M-A-R-I-E. And drop your word for 2022 on my post that comes out the same day as this episode. I would absolutely love to know what kind of energy you want to be living in for the new year. So um, final thing I want to say is just never, ever forget that you are a beautiful, brilliant, talented woman, and I cannot wait to see what marvelous things 2022 has in store for us. Happy freaking new year, friend, and we will chat again in 2022. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.